It's just business. Don't take it personally. Sweet. Um, yeah, welcome back, everyone. And I've got uh, SMH Tristan. Kristen, how you doing, man? I'm good, Drax. How are you, man? Yeah, doing really good. Although, I was saying to you before, the heat is killing me, man. I'm, I'm going to have to get a haircut, eh? Oh, honestly, I'm I'm melting under here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, once again, thanks for coming on, man. Um, tell us about yourself, your history. Um, I, I've been playing Tekken ever since Tekken 3, uh, but I've only really started complaining uh, playing competitive during seven, just because um I saw some of my friends were getting better than me, so I was like, that's not happening. <laughs> so that's really the, the yeah, that's really what kind of got me into competitive taken. I play a few other games, but yeah, yeah. Because would you consider yourself a multi game? Because it's taken. I've seen you jam Mortal Kombat and Soul Calibur, even touching a bit of Street Fighter too. Yeah, yeah. I would I would consider myself like a multi game like player. Absolutely. Yeah, um, but Tekken is your bread and butter. That's kind of the game you want to... Yeah, yeah, Tekken is my ride or die. Like, if it comes down to it, it's always going to be Tekken. Yeah. Um, why, like, what was it about Tekken specifically that got you um, interested in, in competitive? Um, well, I've, I've, you know, with, like, um casual casual like gameplay like with friends and stuff they'd always kind of be like oh why don't you ever try just like compete or like play in tournaments and, and shit and i'm like yeah nah probably not and then like a few people from like the tekken community like notably um dr duck when we had xmas damage in you know 2018 he was like yo come join my team and that was kind of like my, my first ever like tournament debut yeah and it's been fun ever since. I remember that. You were playing Anna. Yeah, team tournament. I definitely remember that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It's a shame because um, you started off with a group of friends and they've quite... Like, are you still with the same group of, like, friends in the fighting game uh, scene? Well, initially when it was with um, Dr. Duck and MIA, those were my teammates. Um. I don't. I I wasn't really friends with um MIA really, but Doctor Duck. I used to play a lot of games with him and whatnot. But I think because he's got school, because he is quite young, deceptively, yeah. Um, in comparison to his like stature as a person, um, I think he's just very busy with school and whatnot. So I, I don't really speak with them too much. Yeah. So like yeah, my friends in this in the scene have definitely um evolved from then till now. Yeah. Yeah. And. You commit quite a lot of time online. Um, you know, I've seen I've seen you playing some of your lobbies. Um, how are you finding the current season with the changes to the netcode? Um, to be honest, I, I I don't really notice too much of a difference. Uh, I would I consider myself to have some like good internet, so my connection is always fine. Um, but there is like less like jitter, less lag, and all of that stuff, so it does feel a bit better. But for me, it's not like substantial. Um, yes, yeah, like noticeable, really. Okay, yeah. And I did remember that you played Claudio um, originally, and you used to um, <clears throat> have your chats, your talks with Dan Banter, because at the time, I think he was playing, he was maining Claudio too. He was really our only Claudio main. Yeah, yeah, that was very early on. That's crazy. Um, yeah. And so this change from Claudio to Safina, is it because she's just more... Of a solid character. Uh, personally, um, I I generally do tend to gravitate towards 
like the female cast anyways. Um, but with the Zafina thing, it's just, um, she's always been one of my favorite characters ever since Tekken 6, back when I was in like year six in school, because I was like, oh dude, she's Middle Eastern. She's got like all of these acrobatic like tricks and stuff, you know, like she's gymnast and she's just weird. Like I love it. And um, I played her in Tag 2 and then obviously when Tekken 7 came out and she wasn't in the base roster, I was a bit disappointed. Um, and then so I just looked at Claudio and I was like, you know what? He seems aesthetically pleasing. Let's just play him. And yeah. And once she was um, announced, and I remember one of my friends messaged me. Um, I literally woke up that morning. He's like, dude, Zafina got announced. And I didn't believe him. So I looked up, found a trailer video, and I swear to God, I like, I was on the verge of tears because that's that's how much I love the character. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I know your pain, man. I was playing Leo on the arcade base release oh, you know, that, yeah. that was not fun um yeah yeah I can, I, can, I can definitely feel your pain man but were there a lot of Zafina players back when you were jamming tag too no um to be honest Zafina's objectively been a terrible character up until this game so yeah and I mean when you when you consider it like a majority of fine game um players are male and most male players don't gravitate towards females just based on the fact that they're female characters uh, um so you know you couple those two factors and you just get non-existent player base for Zafina. yeah i just i mean how many were there at nationals i mean i think there were three including you and my pool um oh yeah, yeah I was dude, so, now I, I was so like oh god please no <laughs> yeah now now the Zafina players all of a sudden start emerging and i'm just like oh yeah that's nice <laughs> yeah actually speaking of nationals how do you how did you feel you did um in the games that you participated in um honestly i i will be honest i was slightly disappointed that i didn't do as well as i'd hoped to but um i do um bear in mind that i was struggling with some like uni assignments i even brought my whole pc just so i could do my assignments while everyone else was asleep um and just the fact that i i don't generally get to sleep very often just because i have pretty bad insomnia um there were some factors that contributed towards it but at the same time um i'm not taking away from players that i lost to because you know they also played quite well you know i burst um i lost to you and wowza and quite notable players the both of you so it's not it's not fair to just be like oh i, I was tired because that's not the only factor in it really um all in all though i was i was impressed with myself when versing Wowza, just because it was it was a bit close. Um, so I feel, for me, that that's a feat that I can be proud of, absolutely. Yeah. Well, speaking of the other Safina player, 305, seeing that match on stream against Wowza, that was another, like, what the hell moment, kind of. Yeah. That was crazy. Bro, that was so crazy. He was sidestepping so much shit, eh? Like, always getting behind yeah. Wowza. It was like, how the fuck does this character do that so easily? Oh man, yeah, Zafina, she's she's a very interesting character. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean those results, as you said, I, I, I'm feeling a certain way about them. I'm not taking away from the skill of those players. But I think we yeah. all agree is that the result was what we expected. It was just the path towards it was so it was so mess up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the whole the whole um taken you know, shenanigans at nationals, that, that was a bit that was a bit crazy because there was just so many unexpected like 
bumps and like corners and turns that not not too many people were very ready for. Yeah. Well, some people that we weren't ready for, uh, well, we knew they were there, but maybe we didn't give them their, their due credit was um, some of your close friends like Miss Glam. I mean, I know she's become quite a a notable name in the scene, um, starting to grow a bit mm. of a following since starting streaming on Twitch. Um, yeah, man, she's quite something. Yeah, yeah, no, she's she's absolutely a she's a character herself. Um, yeah, no, honestly, I I have a lot of respect and love for her as a friend and as a as a player as well. Is she one of the reasons why you stick with Anna? Uh to be honest, um, we so there's like three of us Anna players in our in our little clique, which would be um, Miss Glam. Lionheart and myself and I just think we all gravitate towards the character for the same reason you know she's sassy she's she's sexy she's you know she's just in your face she's a bit obnoxious as well and I think that kind of character appeals to the three of us in in similar ways yeah um but I don't I don't think either of us play the character solely based on the fact that the, the rest of us play it so it's not like a general consensus mm-hmm yeah. If you could describe your playstyle, so <clears throat> you know, Miss Glam is definitely rushed down. How would you de- mm. how would you define your playstyle compared to hers in Lionhearts? Well, yeah, as you said, Miss Glam is quite like rushed down heavy. Um and then you've got um Lionheart and with Lionheart he's he's a bit more technical than than the three of us, I would I would have to say. Um purely based on the fact that he knows the ins and outs of the characters, but um, he plays more fundamentally than Rushdown, um, and he likes to utilize a lot of like tech traps and setups and whatnot. Yeah. And then um, myself, um, I oh god, I don't even know how to describe my playstyle. Um, <laughs> for me, I, I generally start with a lot of aggression, and then adjust um, how much defense I need to incorporate into my playstyle based on the success. Or the failure of my aggression. Yeah. Or it would be the other way around. It would be I'd start off very defensively and then I'd start working the aggression I think is necessary for it. Okay. Could do you apply that level of aggression when using Safina? Or do you oh, go to absolutely. a different spot? I... No, no, absolutely. I, I play I play less fundamental, you know, Zafina than I do aggro in your face, like mix up Zafina. Okay. Yeah, so it's not really orthodox if you were to ask, like, the other, like, Zafina players. They'd just look at it and be like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. So you, mm. Miss Glam, and, and Lionheart, that's your kind of trope. That's your that's your group, the Three Musketeers. As well as, um, obviously, as well as um, Dizzle Dan as well. Um, he, I wouldn't say the, the Three Musketeers. I'd say we're the Fantastic Four. Oh, even better. I'd have to say we're the Fantastic Four. All right, well then, who 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 is Susan Storm? Who's the Invisible Girl? It would have to be Miss Glam, right? Yes, yeah. I, I not 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 based on the gender thing, but I think on on the personality level thing. I think the whole invisible powers. I think she'd absolutely love that. Yeah. Okay. Well, who who would be the leader of the group then? Like, if you guys are going to get at dinner after handbats or rambats, who's calling shots for dinner? Oh, dude, don't even get me started, bro. Like, <laughs> honestly, I'm going I'm to be real. I don't care if they get upset, but <laughs> um, during our Wellington trip, because we did a Wellington trip to go visit them. Yeah. 
And then obviously the Hamilton trip. I booked the Airbnb. I sorted out the itinerary. I got everyone's ass into check. Uh, every time, where you guys want to go eat? Okay, sweet. I'm I'm driving us. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. So it was, it was just a whole bunch of me kind of just like looking after, not looking after them, but making sure everything was kind of going to plan. Yeah, like you you're playing the role of the good host. Yeah, I'm I'm just the mum friend. If it, if it's if it's anything, I'm the mum friend. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So what, Hamilton, mm. Wellington, is there a spot that you would want to go to with those guys? Honestly, without, like, if there are no COVID restrictions in place, I think a lot of us would appreciate, like, a trip to, um, like, a trip to Japan. I think, honestly, all of us would be so, we'd be frothing at the mouth for the opportunity. Um, but I think, ideally, in a realistic world, I think we, we're kind of looking at um, other other like nationals or like you know big major scene uh things like you know like red zone rumble coming up and stuff yeah um so ideally that would probably be like the next destination mm -hmm. but yeah if not then yeah definitely go overseas go to japan or something yeah well i mean you know like i said miss glam she's making a name for herself um in the Tekken community and you've got lionheart who's kind of known worldwide for his infamous combo vids with nina um yeah. and then yourself wanting to get that overseas experience would you guys want to come to the next BAM if, when it's ever happening? Um, personally, I would be very, very on board with that. Um, I can't speak on the behalf of the others in, regarding, in regards to that because we haven't really talked, um, spoken much about it. But um, I don't think it's a realistic or achievable feat for me just because I, I am still studying so it might kind of interfere with that as well okay can i ask what is it you're studying man yeah um i'm studying to be a counselor oh cool oh sweet yeah yeah okay so just like um like mental health counseling oh right okay yeah um uh yeah how, how you kind of how, how's that going anyway like in terms of like it's, it's, it's getting, in that, getting into that industry i mean like it's I'd, I'd say it's quite easy it's just you need the qualification um it depends like if you're someone who holds like a lot of trauma or you know have a lot of like mental health baggage and you go into it it definitely has a way of resurfacing your own bad experiences and whatnot but yeah i mean it just depends on like your real life experiences and whether or not there's a chance that that could be brought back up ideally like it's not really a difficult um it's not really a difficult profession if i were to say so myself but you there are there are definitely things that make it very difficult yeah i think but yeah no it's, yeah yeah no plus also um to have that kind of um that mental strength yourself because you're dealing with that kind of work and those kind of people yeah absolutely yeah i guess so Tekken, um, Soul Calibur and stuff, it's a nice way to kind of desync away from that kind of intense work. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it definitely, um, it, it, it allows me to detach from everything else and just kind of unwind. And also, I remember that um, you're one of the few players that's probably been to more handbats than ranbats, but I know it's because you enjoy the family vibe. And Arashi, for example, he brings such a warmness to that scene. Um, yeah, man. No, absolutely. Like, honestly, handbats, it just feels so communal. Um, I do appreciate the fact that it's not really click-oriented. 
um and everyone's just talking to everyone and interacting and laughing and joking and just just all of this like very wholesome it's just such a wholesome environment yeah no, that's true um the the other reason why i've gone to more handbats than i have like rambats for example in auckland is because um, i only really started going to locals this year and with auckland having heavier covid restrictions it has been a bit difficult for us to kind of get our local scene going yeah so i i don't mind the drive down to hamilton it's just an hour away from where i live and it's i've made a few friends so i it's it's always a pleasure for me to go down yeah plus it's that weird thing you know being from the auckland scene and you come to hamilton like people actually are like oh i know you i've heard of you you know oh i i got that um the first time we went oh my god oh sorry <laughs> i got that the first time when i was someone was like oh aren't you that that tristan guy and i was like uh it depends who's asking and he's like oh no like um i joined your lobby like i was playing with you that other t- that other night you know blah 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 and i was like oh shit and yeah it just it it just kept like cascading from there like every now and again someone would be like oh i saw you on twitch the other night blah 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 I'm like, oh, sweet that mm. that's cool it's an unfamiliar feeling for me um, I'll just bring it. Ba- I'll just bring it into Soul Calibur Six, man. What's happening with What's happening with that game? Because um, Setsuka really, you know, like after the roundtable thing, Setsuka came out. Um, mm. and they've just been doing those like online tournaments, the PS4 ones. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we see these online tournaments happening. There was the one in Europe, and then we've seen it with the Tekken Online Challenger, where they had the AU event, where they had the Australian players doing the exhibition matches. What yeah. do you think it will take? for New Zealand to actually get a chance at these exclusive events? I mean, I think if we're talking about Soul Calibur specifically, I just don't think New Zealand has a wide enough player base for it, for them to like facilitate like a New Zealand event. Yeah. Um, which is a bit upsetting because I just feel that a lot of people do overlook Soul Calibur as a game and they just they just see it as unrealistic because of the weapons or um the combat just looks cooked because it doesn't follow the generic like 2d slash 3d like like niche um so i, I honestly you know for, for those of us who'd love a soul caliber six like major event you know like like the ones that they've had in like australia and europe and the americas and whatnot i just really think that it's up to us soul caliber players to encourage more players to try and pick up the game. Yeah. <clears throat> um, just so that we can facilitate a bigger player base so that we can get these like events and whatnot. Mm. I did mention it to Neil privately and in a previous episode about how Soul Calibur, it seems like a Discord, like it's a Discord game. In order to find matches online, you have to request them. Um, yeah. Do you find yeah. that experience yourself quite taxing? To be honest, I do. Like, um, I, I don't really use Discord too often i only really use discord when i'm you know chatting with friends playing like games on my computer but for example like before i started playing on my computer and i was i was playing on ps4 it would be a bit annoying that i'd have my phone in one hand like messaging a whole group of people sometimes not even getting reply but when i do then being like oh i'm on this platform and like oh okay i don't want to play on that platform but whatever it's just all of this like just, just so many steps just to find a, just to find a few matches, and it just doesn't seem very worth it to me. Yeah, <clears throat> no, I get you. Who would you normally? Yeah. Who would you? Who would you most often play in Soul Calibur Six in the scene? 
Oh, I absolutely um, stick to Raphael in Soul Calibur. Oh, okay. Oh, Raphael, mm. I like that. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, he's very technical and he's very interesting. Um, mostly also due to the fact that my original main character from Soul Calibur Five is an N6, so I, I have kind of had to just resort to the next best thing. Oh, okay, forgive me. Who who was the original character? I love Viola. Oh no! Oh, okay, yeah. dog's gonna hate I, you for that. I am. I don't give a shit, bro. Honestly. <laughs> I love Viola. I liked Vi as well, even though Vi was terrible. I loved him just because he was just so aesthetic, like just aesthetically nice. Bro, I, think I gravitated. We, I think we were talking about this after nationals on the walkover to get of walk to get dinner. We we're talking about Viola, and I think Dog was like, "No, we don't talk about that character." <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's quite funny. Oh Jesus! What what is it about this character that people hate so much? Besides the fact that she's not Amy with a rapier. Oh, dude. Um. Just tech traps galore. She had like an infinite back throw loop that you could just endlessly do, and you know that's it. Like you're you're dead. She gets you in it. You're screwed. Uh, obviously banned for competitive, but um, just a just a insane tech. The 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 traps, the uh, the pressure, the the mix up, just everything. It's like Zafina on crack. That does not sound fun at all. No. Yeah. yeah absolutely not. Fucking hell. Um. Do you think that Soul Calibur 6 is a well-balanced game, or are there still cracks that need to be um, sorted? Um, I definitely think that there are certain things in Soul Calibur that are definitely not balanced appropriately. Um, my biggest issue would be like the reversal edge mechanic, the whole like rock, paper, scissors, <laughs> like cinematic um, aspect. I don't like the fact that you could literally deflect each and every attack and throw as long as it's not a break attack or an unblockable, and then engage in like a like a rock paper scissors clash where if you win you get damage, if you lose you you take damage, but at the same time just simply initiating it gives you such an extensive amount of meter it's crazy. Um, I just don't like the fact that the that you get you get a big reward for using a defensive tool, you know? Yeah. It's a bit it's a bit silly in my opinion, but you know, to each their own. Yeah. That's 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 my biggest quirk. I mean, some characters I feel are definitely overtuned. Some characters work a lot harder to achieve more, whereas some characters can work not as hard just to achieve the same thing. And it's a bit pointless. Well, do you believe in <clears throat> Uh, comeback mechanics, stuff like the rock paper scissors, stuff like rage arts, um, or do you feel like it just gives the losing player more fire in the fist to fight back? It's um, it's definitely like a double edged sword. Um, like for example, uh, you know, I could be versing you for you know, you could be on like a core of health, I could be on like a, a pixel, and I could rage at you, and like if you're mindlessly spamming buttons, like sure that will catch you off yep. guard, and that you'd be like. Oh, look at this degenerate using his rage art for panic, blah, blah, blah. You know, sometimes you can use it, like, sometimes having rage and, like, not using rage art is what makes it scary. Yeah. Because that would kind of make your opponent less hesitant to mindlessly spam. Whereas, um, at times, I just do feel that these comeback mechanics 
can be a bit toxic at times. Like I don't I don't think they're always toxic, but at the same time I think they can be a bit ridiculous. Yeah. But like personally, I don't mind the rage I don't mind rage drives. I think rage drives were like a pretty rude like a pretty cool like addition to the game. I, I don't really like rage arts. Yeah. Okay. Um but would you say what would you say would be the worst comeback you've seen? Um a, f- a comeback feature in a fighting game. The worst comeback feature. Oh dude, this is this is a bit difficult. Cause I um a lot of them are bad, but I, I can't really like pinpoint ones that are like really really like just just shit in general um for me i feel i feel my two biggest contenders would have to be tekken's rage arts um and soul Calibur's critical critical edges okay yeah um the reason why i don't like rage arts for the most part as a comeback mechanic is it's just um the the armor the just you kind of just get like get out of jail free cards so long as you use it wisely um and also some of the some of the rage arts are just terribly animated and some of them are just way too fucking long yeah like Negan I I swear <laughs> like I, if I could manufacture a script that would oh if for the second I get rage arted by Negan I would Bro, it's like I, I can't yeah. tolerate that it's like you're watching an actual episode of The Walking Dead as soon as he does it yeah <laughs> yeah like bef- like and not before it was bad but like after it was bad as well. Mm. Um, the only reason why I can't put Rage Arts beneath Soul Calibur's critical edges is because most of them are universally punishable to the same degree, whereas you have, like, a few niche ones, like the, the high 13-frame ones, or, like, the unblockables that you have to duck or jump. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, they're all the same in the sense that you can most likely launch them after. Whereas Soul, <clears throat> Soul Calibur's, um, the frame data just varies. Some of them just don't even feel like you're taking much of a risk like i could just do it and you're gonna get like a what a 12 frame punish on me that's it like yeah. It, it yeah oh it's so stupid <laughs> well bring it back to Keller. i know that virtual bacon and connor were looking at running their own soul caliber event similar to what the stage has you know stage down under or the history down under the ones that the australian boys do um yeah yeah uh would yeah would that be like be, like growing the soul caliber scene like that would really help but also like do we struggle getting australian players to enter the new zealand online tournaments um i don't i don't really know too much about like the the tournament scene like locally in new zealand i don't really compete too often like as we as we kind of like mentioned earlier it's mostly like based around discord and to be honest i just have all of my notifications on discord means i i don't really know what's going on half the time yeah. on there um yeah no i mean if if that's what connor and um and dog are doing that's that's awesome and i applaud them for trying to you know grow the community and also keep the community alive because it is so so frail and just so it's just lacking numbers yeah and it's good that they're doing what they can to keep that keep that going yeah no yeah they are dog Connor, Bacon, um, I think Ben as well. Um, yeah, yeah, Ben too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, at the time of this recording, um, MK11, they've just had the combat, well, they've had the patch release um, leading up to Combat Pack 2 and Melina. Um, yeah, do you have any thoughts or comments on this basic bitch? 
Hey, 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 first of all... Not to be rude, I'm just like, I know a lot of people want this girl, but I don't... Yeah. You have to, you have to make sure you properly address Queen Melina. Oh, Queen Melina, alright. Melina Kanum. <laughs> Melina, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, um, I do, I did check... It does look like they've, for the most part, like, made some very, very, like, good changes. Where they've addressed a lot of issues, like if you think dick jabbing in in uh, is bad, you probably haven't played more combat long enough. Um, like characters with low pokes, like their down ones and their down threes, are just so ridiculous. So they've they've definitely like slowed some of the more obnoxious ones down. So they've made like appropriate balance changes, which are cool. Um, they've definitely looked at characters that haven't been performing well, and they've made the adjustments to those characters to kind of bump them up as well as kind of bumping down the top tier slightly um and honestly combat pack 2 yeah i i think it's pretty 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 cool if i'm going to be honest about it okay yeah well it's Belina, rain <clears throat> and rambo um you were saying they were bumping down some of the um quite strong characters who are some of those characters uh, well, the one I struggle with the most, which is, like, consensus among most of the more combat community anyways, is just Jackie. Jackie is disgusting. Like, I, she has this, like, she has a special move that allows her to, like, leap up into the air. That That's, a like, obviously cancelable from strings, which means that she can pressure you with strings, do that, um, that jump, that she can meter burn, that, that lets her get a guarantee like not guaranteed but like more block pressure because she gets a jump and attack which leaves her at plus which means she can do strings again and it's just this like stupid like loop that is just constantly in play when she has meter yeah so definitely definitely jackie um i know i know garris a lot of people still complain about garris being strong which is fair enough garris is just absurd mm. um but yeah, I think it's just mostly those two characters that, that definitely needed to be bumped down, which they did. Yeah. And who's one character that definitely needed to get bumped up? Honestly, um, I, I see a lot of characters that struggle in, in this game, and I would, I would put, depending on the variation, I'd put Raiden, but not in every variation, which is fine. But there's definitely characters like Aaron Black that could definitely be improved i think scarlet can be helped as well mm. um oh there's there's quite a lot of characters i mean like mortal combat i would say is quite balanced but i just think that the characters that are weak are definitely weak and the characters that are strong are just they're more than a mouthful to handle like yeah. it's it's a bit crazy yeah i i do like the aesthetic of rain melina mm. i'm i just wish the outfit looked a bit different but apart from that, yeah. I think she looks. I think she looks great. I just think the that's why I said basic bitch because that outfit just for me is just just a little bit basic. I was kind of expecting a little yeah. bit more, and I can't describe it. But um, not savagery, not sultry. But I'm, I'm sure you can. I'm sure, you can put the image together. But yeah, um, are you quite excited for her to come back? I am thrilled. I remember she came back. Um, I think. What day did she come back? She came back during one of the days of um Southern Cross Up. Um. I, I was literally woken up by Glam, Dizzle Dan, and Lionheart, and then they just looked at me, and they're like, oh, by the way, they announced Melina. And I was like, 
I know I'm fucking tired, but don't take advantage of the fact that I'm, I'd probably be gullible. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no, seriously. And then I looked and I, I was like, dude, this is so cool. And then I heard her voice and I was like, ah, no. Nah, no, it sounds no. like she's got something stuck in the throat, man. Yeah, and also for her to be like a clone of Katana, like technically like a twin, they don't really look alike at all. Like their face shape is so varied. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that. Mm. Yeah, no, I, um, I when I saw Rain, I I loved it. Rain's always been like uh, not always, but Rain's just been one of those characters that I've I have kind of liked because of his um design, his aesthetic, and his his abilities and whatnot. Like I played him a lot in MK9, so seeing him come back again was nice. But then to know that the two games that he was playable in, he's been DLC in both is just a bit shitty in yeah. my opinion, but. No. And honestly, Rambo, um, I'm not always too thrilled about guest characters, so I, I don't have an opinion. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, but Butterjaw, though. Butterjaw is... <laughs> he's, he's definitely... Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's excited for Rambo. Oh, he's, yeah. Yeah, whenever there's a Mortal Kombat announcement, right, he's always trying to push MK strong. And I give and I give him credit though. But he has that thing and, and I'm not meaning this in any negative way. But you know, because sure. you win all the time, you kind of get seen as a villain in people's eyes even though you're not really doing you know, that kind of thing. And I mean he is kind yeah. of the I mean, we had the boy you know, incident last year, um and Gilbags coming through. But um yeah, I mean when Melina and Rain come out he's just gonna be abusing them the hell out of yeah, out of everyone. I actually don't know about the you. You said something about like the the boy. I don't know what that was about. Oh, boy nine one. I just mean when he came to nationals last year. Oh, no clue. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, he, uh, online warrior, but he proved his worth. He he took out MK last year. Um, it was oh, wow. yeah. So, um, but he didn't show up this year. So that was a you know. I think we were all hoping if he could come again. You know. Um, mm. but yeah, there's always. Sorry, no, 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 no you go, carry go, on. go, go, go. Um, I was gonna say, in terms of Butterjaw, I know it's like, I know it's like the, the generic thing to kind of look at the person who wins consistently and look at them as the villain. But honestly, like, if if there is anyone who's watching this specifically for Mortal Kombat related content, um, and you do see Butterjaw in that light, that's, you just have to lay like, you just have to look in his direction and see him in person. And you just want to run up and hug him. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Such a nice human being. Um, I have a great appreciation for him. He's just so wonderful and just lovely. And he's always just so kind. Yeah. Um, obviously, like every player, we do have our moments where we kind of get a bit irritated. And we've definitely driven each other to that to that extent a few times. But with him, he's literally the type to... He, he'll get shitty. And then like three minutes later, he'll, he'll just be like, hey, good games, man. Like... He's he's lovable. Yeah, I see I see parallels between Butterjaw and Virtual Bacon. Both are pioneers in their designated games. They're doing what mm. they can to elevate their scene, and one is seen as kind of doing content and trying to level up the whole scene, and then there's another one that's just really trying to, in people's view, assert their mm. dominance. But yeah. I guess it's that kind of just reading it the wrong way, you know? Yeah. And I just think it's like your social media like outreach and stuff as well. Like like Virtual Bacon does a lot of like artwork, does a lot of character guides. He's for for people who look at him, 
they they just see someone who's constantly extending their arm like their hand out like being like come on yeah i'll, I'll guide you i'll show you whereas like i think brother joe is kind of just like in his own world like he's he's not really thinking about how would this image or this this tweet or this <laughs> post affect other people i think it's just like this is in my mind i'm transferring it to my phone i'm sending it out into the web and like that's it yeah um so i think uh there is a yeah i understand why there there's a bit of a difference in the light that both of them are seen in yeah no it's it's actually good to know that i'm not the only one that has seen it like that eh? yeah yeah um, yeah but yeah, now bringing it back to, to season four of Tekken 7, are you liking Kuni? Oh, yeah. Where are you putting her in terms of her strength compared to um, the other characters in the roster? Um, Kuni <laughs> is aesthetically just stunning. Um, not really happy with the fact that they redesigned her to be original Kunimitsu's daughter because of the whole older woman can't be in fighting games thing, mm. which has been a common theme for a while. Um, Kuni as a character, I've, I've noticed she has a bit of tr issues with her tracking, um, which isn't really ideal, but I'm glad that she's not overtuned in that regard, like a lot of other characters have been, especially Season 3. Um, her combo damage is slightly above average, like it's nothing too crazy. Um, she has some annoying jab strings, but besides that, I would probably not throw her in S tier or anything. Like that, I'd probably put her at A tier, maybe A plus if anything, but A tier definitely. Yeah. Nah, I agree. Um, yeah, she's 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 fun. She's she's quite she is a bit strong, but um, besides that, she's not she's not over the top or she's not Leroy or fucking Rum levels. You know, she's just she's she's below them yeah. definitely. Yeah. Her will carry as well. Like I guess. You know, she's got decent will carry, easy execution. Um, yeah. <clears throat> definitely not as gimmicky as Yoshimitsu, but more popular, that's for sure. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wish they'd kept the um, original Kuni. I, I, I wish so too. I wish they, they gave her this new, like, costume and whatnot, but just, you know, obviously kept her as the, the OG Kuni. Um, but yeah, the thing is, you mentioned, um, you mentioned her, like, her wall carry and stuff, but the thing is, like, with with this game, especially post season two, even like especially season three as well, every character just has some stupid wall carry. It's become the staple now. It, yeah, it literally has. Like obviously, some characters, like to note, like Lee, for example, definitely needs a lot more execution than Cooney would, or Nina. Oh, like and Nina as well as like Lee and a few other characters. I think my biggest issue is I like, I don't like the fact that there are characters that can achieve good if not better wall carry than higher execution characters like it doesn't make sense to me yeah yeah no it's it, it goes back to that risk versus reward thing and maybe we need more time with kuni to really understand what her risk reward situation is but it's definitely not a huge like it's not no, it's no. not it's not it's not risking you know you're not overextending or anything yeah no nah, she's she's um she definitely gets a lot of payout for a lot of her things and what about Safina, my man? Are you personally happy with your changes? Honestly, um, my 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 overlook on on Zafina was the was like three major things. Like she has great like she has great damage. She has great like wall carry. Oh, no, sorry, not not wall carry. So great damage, great movement, 
and great crushing, right? Yeah. So the thing is for me, like when you're when you're supposed to be a jack of all trades, you're supposed to be like objectively good at everything, but like you don't you're not supposed to excel at anything, right? Yeah. Whereas she was kind of good at everything and she excelled a lot. So for me, um I was happy that they did kind of um reduce one of those three major things that she's good at, which is her damage, because she does fit the the playstyle of um lot of movement, lot of like poking and like, you know, crushing and stuff. So there is that she she retains her like factor of like evasion that her character is kind of like based around as she is supposed to be like an assassin and whatnot. And I'm I'm glad that they did reduce the damage because I I just think it was very necessary. You know, you have Paul, for example, he does he's not the biggest mix up character. He's not the biggest evasive character or not the biggest like movement heavy character, but when it comes to damage, he's off the charts. Yeah. When he takes you to um, the wall, he's the best. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which which I think despite his damage being high, I don't think it's under like it's overpowered. Because, you know, he doesn't necessarily excel at too many other things. Um whereas a lot of these season three characters like Fuckum Rum, Leroy, and Zafina, they they've just topped the charts in so many things. Um so it's good that they, they did kinda of look at their you know, their character niche and adjusted the characters so that they fit their niche well. Yep. You know, like Akinram is this huge brute, like Muay Thai kickboxing, like he's crazy big, everything. It made no sense for him to have excellent backdash uh, and, you know, excellent sidestep. And over time, they they made the appropriate changes and now his playstyle and his aesthetic actually do kind of match and I think that's fair. Yep. Whereas the Fina is this, like, you know, slender, like, um, what's like contortionist like character you know you wouldn't yes. think she'd pack that much of a punch but you know she gets you to the wall you're, you're screwed yeah man whereas now it's it's a bit more fair and although as a Zafina main who doesn't play fundamentally and focuses more on like mix up and like you know max damage combos and stuff I'm not I'm not the slightest bit upset that they tackled her damage I think it's I think it's definitely fair yeah do you think that there is <clears throat> still a character or characters in season three that need to get um, cut a bit more. Well, like for me, they they've always there's always been like the golden child in like every Tekken game, but this Tekken game has fostered a lot more than one golden child. Like honestly, um, I don't know why they keep buffing Devilgen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I swear to God, like I'm fucking sick of it. I I don't like the fact that Devilgen keeps getting buffed. I don't like the fact that um like I wouldn't say Steve keeps getting buffed. But he but just doesn't change dramatically. He's pretty much the same. Yeah. He's been the same for, for like a few seasons and that, that same Steve has been quite strong the entire time. I just don't understand their love for like a, a, the select handful of characters that they're always keeping their eye out on. Like um yeah, like Steve, Devilgen. I I don't know about Jin. Like I think Jin's a bit he gets he gets tossed back and forth, you know, like a hot potato. Like they don't know what to do with him, but whatever they do with him is still working, which yeah. is fine. Um Kazia, I'm so sick of seeing Kazia buffs as well. <laughs> Holy shit, man. But yeah, no, honestly, I, I Season four for the most part's been good. Yeah. But 
I just I I just want to see the fall of these these S tiers. I want I want the the D tiers to get get you know get more love you know like yeah. where are the lily buffs where are the where are the whoever else bears. I don't know other details. I only wanted to talk about Lily because I play her. I don't care about the other. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's just depressing. No, bro, I I hear you, man. Like, but in this patch, they did introduce a few things. Like, Gigas has got some really good counter hit launches now that start off at like 34, 36 damage. That's massive. Which um, is insane, yeah. Yeah, and what about Safina's new move? Do you, is that quite useful? Or new moves? I'm not uh, sure what she got. She got two new moves. So she got um an extension from Scarecrow one. Um, so which is Scarecrow One Four, which is a high mid that puts her into Tarantula, and it's not optional. You you always go into Tarantula. With that move, like I haven't really figured out too much besides, if you get a second hit counter hit from that from that Scarecrow One Four, um, you you can do Tarantula One into Tarantula One Plus Two, and it's like a guaranteed reset. And Tarantula One Plus Two screws, so you get like a bonus forty damage. And that's the only application for that move I found. Um, I haven't really explored much of Mantis Downfall 4. That's a homing mid from Mantis that puts her also into Tarantula. Um, I haven't really explored too much. I know 305 was... Um, he was in, uh, in my stream yesterday, and he said that he found some some tech with it, and he said that he'd, he'd be keen to show me, but he's like, it's just too much to type. Um, for the most part, on paper, uh, they're a bit underwhelming. But you know, I'm sure I'm sure people will I'm sure people will know. Uh we'll learn more about what those moves are capable of, but to me I just don't really care. Um I don't like the fact that, that you're forced into Tarantula after both moves. Yeah. Um, because Tarantula is in my in my opinion, I think it's subjectively the worst of the three stances. Yeah. Um but you know, but hey, that could, be the, that could be the reason, though, eh? Like, they're just, just trying to get you to Tarantula. Yeah, I, fair enough. Like, if they had made, made changes to some moves in Tarantula, and they wanted more ways to get to Tarantula, I'd be like, yeah, fair enough, that, that's cool. But Tarantula was left untouched, and then they are just like, hey, you can go into this really shitty stance for the low price of pressing one four <laughs> and Scarecrow, and I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, not worth it, eh? No, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, well, what I liked is they the developers addressed that they would uh, start taking action against uh, the cheaters, the plug pullers, safe scummers, all that shit. Um, and I'm sure you've run into your fair share of scummy players. I know I have. Not even oh, committing that much not. to online. Fuck, it's a nightmare. Like, why do you think it's taken this long for them to finally take action? I mean, to be honest, like, with, with Tekken, I think initially when they first release the game and whatnot they don't expect um such a positive uh reaction from the from the public purely based on tag 2 doing terribly um so i think them being able to uh, go into it with like minimal expectation and then seeing the player base grow drastically and the sales increase and all of this this positive all the positive reviews they're receiving i think they kind of focused more on putting out content to further increase those positive reviews then make changes appropriate for like the the lifeline of the game you know yeah um i i'm glad that now i think maybe because they realized they've m milked the game enough for now that they can start 
making appropriate changes that benefit everyone. Um, I think it's it's good that they're wanting to implement. Oh, I don't know if they're wanting to. I'm not sure if you said that they are or they aren't. But... Oh, I think they said they're going to be more actively, like doing stuff to you know to take you know to employ bans and stuff on people who plug etc. Well, the fact that they that they finally acknowledged that they're willing to, you know, apprehend like the scummy degenerate online people that do shit like that. I'm quite glad, but at the same time, like, it's just way too far gone for it to be impactful, you know? Yeah. Like, realistically, um, people who achieved Tekken God Prime, you know, last season, uh, they're, they're setting up an Emperor this season, so it doesn't matter, because they're already high enough that they don't need to give a shit anymore, you know? Um, I, I don't really, yeah, I don't really think it's the right time now i think it's just way overdue like especially with like the the net code changes as well way overdue yeah um so yeah i mean it's good that they want to do it but it would have been much better if they had done it much sooner rather than later who do you know whether it be our scene or worldwide who do you know that's infamous for plug pulling or who are some of the most degenerate <laughs> well-known motherfuckers and I, I mean you name whoever you want i don't care but it's like if we know them and people know who they are who gives a fuck honestly <laughs> i don't give a fuck if i say this but this, this isn't this isn't currently but this was like mostly when season three dropped but that was fucking tuba holy shit tuba <laughs> shit was not only in, like not only infamous for plug pulling and shit it's also the hate mail and the the fucking aggression and the fury yeah like online tuba was a force to be reckoned with offline tuba he's just so uh docile and he's so adorable but you, but, but um, you play Tekken. you are a sheep you are a, a baby lamb compared to tuba online eh yeah like it doesn't matter i can plug every every game today and i still wouldn't reach like the one percentile mark on Tuba's like career of plugging. Like <laughs> I'm glad to see that he's definitely made like a lot of improvements and shit. And I can say that yeah. as one of his friends and whatnot, but oh my god, when I first met Tuba, dude, he was he was just next level like brain damage inducing, like oh there's also like a few other players like Baraka, like an online player, like Aussie player I think. Yeah. And then there's also Coffee Guy. Holy shit man. Those two, those are like that's Jesse and James from Pokemon, dude. <laughs> Go hand in they're hand, yeah. Blasting, yeah, they're just blasting off away every fucking every time they lose a match. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's crazy. Like Rock is going to the point where he plugs on load screen. Oh yeah, that's not yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what I love about that's what I love about our Discord channel, and I'm sure everyone has their in their scene has Discord, you know, you've got that section for like people who rage quit, who plug and stuff. Do yeah. you think, but here's the question, do you, like, you can reform some players, but then there are some players, like, we get the feeling they just won't change, they just won't give a fuck. What do you yeah. do with players like that? I mean, honestly, um, I, I don't really know, like, it, it's such a broad, like, broad, sorry, <clears throat> there's a broad, broad spectrum of answers because you could say, um, oh, okay. Give them a, a name indicator that that shows that they're they're scummy. Uh, yes. Give them a badge that shows that they're scummy. Yes. Like things like that. Like there could be so many different things that you could implement, but I don't really think it will really solve the problem. Um, 
I think the only way for these people to really get um, apprehended, like for these abusers to get like apprehended, would just be, you know, okay, they're plugging because they don't want to lose their their ranked game. I think Tekken should have implemented like a like a like a script that picks up on okay, who was up more rounds? If they're same rounds, okay, who had who had less health? You know, okay, that person now declared the loser and like just make them lose their points anyways and repeat offenders get like a major drop in rank um i think that would definitely be the right medicine for them um you know or just in, in implementing a penalty that starts off as like a day ban three-day ban to like two weeks you know like give give them more Give them, give them consequences to really be worried about, you know? Yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, if I plug and my name goes red, I don't give a fuck. Because you won't see that I have a red name until after we're in a match together. And then there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. If anything, if they want to look out for, for the other for the community that doesn't um, plug or, or OF or anything like that, then they could definitely implement, like a like, a name or, like, a badge system... Where when you're accepting the opponent's match, that you can see, oh shit, this person does disconnect quite a lot. I or don't they've know. Do, or they've been banned for disconnecting within a certain yeah. time frame, so you know how recent it is. Because sometimes, you know, as as we said, players can change, and so you kind of let the, let it slide. But if it's recent, mm. you kind of want to know that. Yeah, of course. Like, you know, they it's it could just be similar to like the Wi-Fi indicator as well. Like, you know, just implement something where if I see the old two bar. And he's got like this OF4 badge all over, like plastered all over his name. I'm not gonna fucking play with someone like that because what's the point? I'm gonna play, you know, ideally like 120 seconds worth of a game just to get dumped back into the load screen, which also takes time, which then I have to wait in the warm up space to find someone to load in. And it's just a, it's just a shitty, like, um, like a loop. And I just think implementing something. Where you can stop the loop before it continues on and on and yeah. on. It'll be it'll be good. It'll be very beneficial. Yeah. Well, I guess the question I was going to ask is, how soon do you think they would implement this thing, or any kind of system? To be honest, Tekken doesn't have a good track record of implementing things on time. So I I honestly won't even I won't be surprised if it came through halfway next year. Like honestly. Um. And I don't mean that to disrespect the developers. I know, especially with, with this year, it's been difficult for them not being able to work locally with one another and working from home as COVID situations overseas are a bit more dire than ours. But um, yeah, I, I don't... Ideally, it, it would be nice if it came sooner rather than later, but I would expect for it to come at least halfway through next year at the, at the earliest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But two bar has changed. Two, we we like two bar. Two bars are good. But, like but I mean, that, 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 that's such a good example, I guess, of of that kind of of what kind of player you you do potentially run into. What you what we go through, you know, uh, if you play oh, online yeah, regularly, absolutely. it's not fun, man. I remember my first match with him in particular. He, I can't remember what happened, but he added me on Steam and then linked me to his Discord, and then he's like, "Join cunt," and I was like, "Yeah, cool, whatever." I thought he was just one of those like friendly like overly ecstatic players and i just get yelled at and i'm like oh cool this is fun <laughs> and so I, I just sat there i just took it and I, I was just giving him shit and then yeah 
I don't even, I don't really know how we became like friends necessarily. I just, I think one day I just kind of saw him streaming and I went and chatted with him and then, yeah, that's where our friendship started. And then he came with us to Southern Cross Up and whatnot. And yeah, he met my dad. He tried to talk to my dad and be like friendly with my dad. My dad was in sh such a shitty mood. He completely ignored him. Oh. Um, but then when I came back from the Southern Cross Up trip, um, my dad was like, hey, your your tall white friend, he's pretty nice. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, maybe <laughs> next time don't ignore him when he tries to talk to you. <laughs> oh, God. oh, dude. Yeah. Okay. Well, <clears throat> um, if, if you could construct what the badge would be or the... It's like, for me, it should be, you're right, like a badge or sticker that they mm. can't see. You can see, and it's something that they can never remove. But what would you want the badge or the sticker to be? Um, I think what I would like, not, if, if, if I could change it from a badge to a sticker, I would kind of like a, like a little timeline of the person's like match history for the most recent 10 games, for example, like they used to have, um, in yeah. which like you could show if they actually completed the match or not, because, you know, you could have a disconnection rate of 2%, which is one in 50 games, right? And that could be for whatever reason. Yeah. Whereas if if you could get like a detailed overview of the person's like last ten games and the completion rate, I don't care about a win loss ratio. I, I think a win loss ratio would be very net like toxic because I could run into you, you could have ten wins in a row, I could be like and skip. Um but at least be able to see whether or not you completed your last ten matches, that would be cool. <clears throat> yeah. That's actually um that's actually fair. Yeah. Because like not only do you get like a more accurate um you get like more accurate depiction of how often this person plugs or not. You can also see if like if they have a like if they've plugged one match, you could always you know it's up to you for for you to be like, oh they could have probably um DC'd or desynced or whatever, like, you know. Um so I guess it gives you enough data for you to make the appropriate decision you think is right. Yeah. No, that's a good answer, man. Yeah. That that would be what I would do. All right, man, I'm going to take you to our final segment now. So are you ready? Sure. What's happening? Sweet. Just some random quick fire questions, but answer them okay. in your own time. All right. First one. Okay. How would you describe your sense of humor? Dark. Really? Oh, you have no idea. I'm very PG at the moment, but if you see me and Miss Glam together, we joke about the most gruesome or the most just horrifying things. Uh, so I would I would say dark, just to put it lightly. Okay, dark. Yeah, yeah. Dark and gruesome. All right. <clears throat> Do you prefer Claudio's original Ford Three or the new Ford Ford One Plus Two? To clarify, original Ford Three. Are we talking about season one? Season one, when it used to be a mid. Oh, dude, give me back season one Ford Three, man. Um, oh, that move was good. It had more applications than just the neutral. If you started um, season three or four, you have no idea what four three was in season one. It was it was the move for Forward yeah. three is what Claudio's current back one is, but better and worse at the same time. Like, oh dude, Claudio's old four three was ridiculous. And I, I fucking loved it. And now it's gone. I Ford Ford One Plus Two is good though. I, I like Ford Ford One Plus Two as well. 
right. What's your favorite vape flavor? I will show you. It's this brand. It's called Zonk. And the flavor is oh, pink lemonade. Pink lemonade. It's, Zonk. It's great. It's, a, it's an American liquid that's only sourced to a few stores in the country. So, yeah. My choice. All right. Hildy or Sitsuka? Hilda or Sitsuka? Uh, Sitsuka. Absolutely Sitsuka. Yep. All right. What's been your most bizarre life experience? Oh, shit. Um, back when I was in school, I, um, we went on a school trip to Hawaii for band, and there's a lot of buskers and whatnot, and so there was this guy, um, this African-American guy, really cool, really nice, um, up until... He was like, if you give me 10 bucks, I'll, I'll freestyle about you. And his freestyle proceeded to completely insult me based on my heritage and made a lot of jokes about my nose being really big and shit. What the <laughs> hell, man? But it was funny. It was, I applaud him for him being a comic, but not so much a rapper. As much as he'd like to think he is, no. No. <laughs> no. Just, I, I, that was funny. Um, <laughs> it was a good $10 well spent. Don't get me wrong. Um, but that was really bizarre. He he also sold me his mixtape, uh, and I bought it, and then proceeded to throw it in the rubbish as he was watching me walk away. Yeah, damn right, man. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. All right, in your opinion, who is the strongest Khan, Kotal Khan or Shao Khan? Ooh, I mean, Shao Shao Khan only really died in Mortal Kombat Nine because Raiden had to get the powers of like the Elder Gods and shit, so it took a lot to kill him. Whereas Kotal Khan gets thrown around like a fucking ragdoll. Um, although Kobokan's got some, like, blood magic shit going on, and I admire his design, he's definitely not on the same level as Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn definitely trumps him. What would you have as your walk-in song when you enter a space? Ooh. Let me... Let me have a very quick look at what I've been abusing lately on my playlist. (laughs) Because this is... I don't know. I have a few, but I'll, I'll pick two. I'll pick two two songs. Um, um, one song would be it's from Glee, but called Buenos Aires. It's like a musical. It's a song from a musical. It's very, very flamboyant, but not like not not overly flamboyant. But it's just just so very just in your face, Latin inspired, and I love that song as well. So I, I quite like it. But if I had to pick a song for like as my theme song is like my walking song i'd probably pick bad guy from billy eilish personally okay yeah uh mostly for the part that obviously very catchy song very good rhythm so it's it's very walkable but um also in the song there is a bit of a distinct distinct difference in the ending part which could kind of like resemble um just kind of Aesthetic versus interior, I guess, in a sense. You know, you're a bit sh- surprised when I said my humor is very dark, and that song at the end is quite dark, and it's not so um, comical, and you know, it's got that weird like clown kind of music feel to it, and it just gets really dark and interesting. Um, yeah, definitely love okay. it. Hey, I would never have picked that up about you though. <laughs> I put on a good front. 
All right. How high or low would you rate Safina's downfall one strings? Ooh, how high or low? Um, I won't rate them too high or too low. I think they're quite they're quite standard um, in the neutral, just because duckable four extension from downfall one, you can launch that. Um, or downfall one two on its own minus thirteen, downfall one two one minus thirteen. So knowing when to punish it appropriately is a bit of a mix up in itself. Um, but you put you put Zafina's downfall one two one against the wall for a wall combo in there, definitely high tier. Like I would put it like at the top. Okay. Nice. Who's the most ungabunga player in the NZFGC? <laughs> That's Tuba. That's fucking Tuba. It has to be Tuba. Is it really? Honestly, um, just some of the dumb shit he does, and just most like, he's just so wacky sometimes. Like he has the capacity to play really proper and like in a competitive manner, but online and shit, um, or when he's just fucking around like in in casuals, he is definitely just ungo bongo. He's he's cooked. <laughs> cooked. Bloody hell. And who is your waifu, Tristan? Mm, I don't know if waifu applies to me directly. I think it would be more husbando. <clears throat> yeah, well, it could be husbando. Yeah. Um, I would probably have to pick... I have to pick Shaheen. Shaheen's definitely my husbando. Shaheen? Not Claudio? This is... This is no, first... no. Claudio's head's too small. It's like disproportionate to the rest of his body. Um... And honestly, if at least with Shaheen, we get to keep the Middle Eastern genes very like prominent throughout the bloodline, so it's fine. I'm happy with that. <laughs> I don't know how that would work in terms of reproduction, but definitely, definitely Shaheen, hands down. Okay. Sweet. Hey, listen, thanks again, man, for coming on. Um, to your friends and family, do you have any last words or shout-outs for them? Um, I probably won't want my family watching this after admitting Shaheen's my husband, but to my friends, um, to my friends, um, I do want to say that, um, they motivate me and inspire me a lot, like, notably, um, Miss Glam, Dizzle Dan, Lionheart, to an extent, Tubar as well, um, and a few of my online other friends, um, I do have a lot of appreciation for what they've done for me. Um, and how, how they support me and how we support each other and just the network we've kind of established with one another. Um, special shout out uh, to Dean or Arashi just for all the work and effort he puts into the Hamilton community. Honestly, Hamilton is absolutely blessed to have someone like him. Um, and yeah, no, to everyone else who's watching as well um, and the people who watch my streams and keep up with me on Twitter and stuff, I, I have a massive appreciation for for you guys as well, just because um, it just means a lot that you take the time out of your day to come and spend it with me, even though you're not directly with me, but being there for me and supporting me in whatever way possible, um, it's an inexplainable gratitude that I have for you. 